Hi, I'm Lindsay, the founder of College Bird. We are a professional development community dedicated to ambitious, future-minded students who want to learn essential career skills, build professional networks, and support each other's success. As a college student, I wish I had a better idea of the growing job roles to help me navigate the job market. My goal is to change how people think about careers and prepare college students to adapt to a rapidly changing job market. Each episode, I'll dive into how you can discover your career and maximize your opportunities. CollegeBird is here to inspire and support those who are looking to navigate the world of work and build a successful career. This week, I introduced Mary from UPenn. She's a science and technology society major, and she's also in our CollegeBird community. We talked about self-presentation, professional excellence, and also why personal branding matters. Hi everyone, my name is Mary. First of all, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be on Outside the Resume. Um, I'm glad to be here. And for my background right now, I'm a junior at uh, UPenn and I'm studying science, technology, and society. Um, and the, usually the classes I take are kind of more in the information and organization sector. So how can you know companies grapple with advanced technologies and how, do, how does technology have an impact on both how we do business and also just how our society really operates. Um, yeah, and so right now I am in the middle of junior year, almost done, and for the summer I'm going to be working at a company that mainly focuses on like finance and um, real estate and insurance, but I'm going to be working in their finance and technology internship program. I'm interested to know what led you down that path of finance and technology. Yeah, for sure. I actually was not really looking into finance because it's just a kind of a... um, I guess like too popular, especially at my school. And a lot of people just put a lot of effort into going into the finance sector. And, um, you know, I'm not in the business school, so it's not something that I was able to study really in an academic setting. And I knew how prepared a lot of students were to get into the finance sector. So it actually wasn't something I was actively searching for, but what really drew me to this internship program and um, just finance and technology in general is I'm really interested in using like coding and data to tell stories and not so much as like um, coding projects where I like work for school or not something that I am really looking into like personal projects or anything, but I just really like this idea of using data to tell stories. I think that's really, um, really, really fascinating. And so first I was looking into a a lot of like tech consulting as well. So just a broad area of anything that relates to technology, because that's what I'm passionate about. And then I stumbled upon this program and, you know, I, I didn't think I was totally qualified because I just had I had not taken any finance courses, but it turned out to be something that uh, I think the interviewers recognized my passion for technology and like working with data and storytelling. So we were able to connect on that front. Yeah, that's great. It's really cool to hear how you explain that you love storytelling with data. I think that niche of yours is really important, especially in your personal brand and how you portray yourself in those interviews. So Mm -hmm. obviously like you do a really great job of articulating that, but Um, I'm also interested to know how you got to that point. Like, has it changed throughout the years? Because you said you're a junior. Yeah, 
Definitely. I think a lot of what led me down this path and led me to work on what my personal brand means to me is the classes that I've taken at, at my school. Um, it was really a process for me to choose the science technology society major. It's a really niche, small major. There's only about 10 people in each grade who are in it. And so I first discovered it because I was just taking time to look through my school's major website. And this was back in sophomore year before I had declared and I actually wanted to go down the route of psychology because I thought that was something I was really passionate about. But it turns out that I spent some time over Thanksgiving break sophomore year just looking through all the courses and all the majors that our school provides. And I found that all the classes that fit into this uh, STSE Science Tech Society major were just things that I was super passionate about, like things like digital democracy and data storytelling. And those just sounded really interesting to me. And so I kind of took a leap of faith, like it sounds dramatic, but I, I did. And I declared that major and all the classes I took, there was one class that I took that was about like science fiction literature and it's just really interesting stuff. And so I think that was kind of the focal point where I reflected and told myself, oh, maybe this is something I wanna go into. And maybe my personal brand is more about like digital communications and skills and resources around that, around that area. Absolutely. I think that, you know, th just the fact that those words jumped out at you says a lot yeah. um, and that you were able to connect with them. And then now you're able to use those words and everything that you're learning in classes to kind of establish your personal brand and find that like professional excellence. I think that's something that people do as they go through college is figure out, okay, I'm learning all of this stuff, but you know, what am I good at? What am I interested in? And I think, you know, when you go through classes and then you go to an internship, you like really get that aha moment. Okay, I do know what I'm valuable at because you're, you know, implementing it into the real world or real life situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the one of the most important things is with classes and just beyond when you're at internships or just anything um, that you're doing, any work you're doing is do you get up in the morning and think that what you're doing is cool? Like, do you think what you're doing matters? That's what really speaks to me. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I think that with professional branding and, you know, when people go on this path to find their personal brand or professional brand, they have to ask themselves those questions. It's so important. Definitely. It takes a lot of reflection and self-awareness for sure. And then you're able to show employers what you're looking for, right? Or who you are, and maybe that matches who they're looking for. Yeah, exactly. I think one of the most important things just going through the recruiting and interview process for me last fall was that if you don't know what you're interested in, whoever is interviewing you, like your employer, it'll show because when you're having conversations during the interview, it's more of you're showing them who you are as a person and what you can achieve. And it doesn't really get through to them if you don't, if you haven't taken the time out to really reflect on what speaks to you as a person. Totally. I completely agree with that. I think that was a major aha moment I had is in certain interviews in the beginning of my career mm -hmm. or you know, in college, I didn't exactly know what I was good at. I was like, I'm interested in a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. And that's totally fine too, like to have a range of skill sets. Yeah. But if you're able to really articulate why you're good at something, that makes an employer know, okay, they know what they're talking about. They've had experience in this. I think for me as an underclassman, even I was 
kind of anxious about what am I really good at and how do how do I show employers that in like a 15 minute or 30 minute phone interview like how can I show them what I'm good at and I think what I took away from that experience was yes it's good to know what you can achieve and what you're good at but also it's just showing your passion I think and being able to tell stories about who you are because everyone has their own stories that are special and meaningful to them so I think being able to communicate that to a stranger on on the phone for like 20 minutes is really integral I think that what you said there was so key that, you know, how do I do this in 15 minutes? How do I show who I am, what I do and what I'm good at just in a quick conversation Yeah. Um, in the process of doing interviews and figuring out your professional brand? Have you had any role models or people that you either like follow on LinkedIn or other social medias? I would say two people. The The first one would be one of my closest friends. Uh, his name is Nico and he just has a really sharp and good idea of what he stands for and what is meaningful to him. And even if it's not exactly about his professional brand, like he knows who he is as a person and what his stories are. And we kind of actually spent a little bit of time um, working through internship processes together and just trying to push each other to our limits and like try to grow together professionally. And I found that what helps him be so honest in the professional realm is because he's, first of all, without anybody else in the room, he's honest with himself about what he's interested in and what he loves to do. And I think that really radiates confidence and self-awareness. And that really spoke to me and motivated me to also try to figure out those things for myself as well in a, in a unique way. And I think the second person actually would be you, Lindsay, because you really show a lot of effort and enthusiasm about the things that you do. You love work, helping other students. And that's what helped you first start um, college bird in the first place. So I think um, working with you and kind of learning from you side by side was a really good experience because I learned that there are ways if I want to get somewhere, like there are actionable steps I can take and things that I can do to create pathways for myself. So I definitely saw you as a role model as well. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I appreciate that. I think that um, it's really great that you know those people in your life. Like you have role models that you can immediately like put your mind to. I do as well. And I think that's been a huge part of my personal development, which is why I love to give that back to other people, whether they're on my, um, you know, part of my startup or just friends. I think that helping people talk through their career Mm -hmm. roadmap is something that every student or every person needs, whether, you know, you're in the beginning stages of your career or like transitioning into another career, which is why I'm passionate about it. And I think that just, again, having a role model is huge to have that example in your life and something else to strive for someone to talk through these things. So, cause like you said, our next step, (laughs) I say that all the time, like things you can do right now. Exactly. And I think what's also really important to keep in mind is that sometimes we think of role models as people that are maybe like strangers or maybe they're like influencers or like big people on Instagram or TikTok or LinkedIn. But to be totally fair, to be truthful, role models should really be people that you know and trust in your life. 
And that's something that actually took a bit of time for me to realize, like, if you had asked me one or two years ago who my role models are, I'd probably say Tiger Woods or someone that, like, I didn't know personally. So it took a bit of time to realize that. But I think once you do, that's super powerful. I totally agree. I think that's a really good, like, aha moment that you had is that, like, you should find people that you can reach out to, people that you actually know, people that you can have these conversations with, because you want to be able to get personal advice from your role models, too. Exactly. Yeah. What other, like, specific next steps have you taken to establish your personal and professional brand? Have you done things on LinkedIn or on your resume? How have you, like, what are those actual action items? Spending some time on LinkedIn and and scrolling through my feed and looking at what are people writing about and what's interesting to others. And then how can I take that and kind of make it my own? So a big part of establishing my own brand has been writing. Um, I really love writing and just about a you know, wide array of topics, like from music and entertainment to um, pers- like professional development. And it helps that I'm a part of a, um, her campus and our, our UPenn chapter, which is an online um, magazine geared towards college women. And I, since my time as a staff writer there last semester, I was able to further establish my brand because I really had that aha moment again where I I realized that I love writing and I love kind of putting my stories on paper or on the screen, um, whether I'm typing or handwriting, but it just helps to see your thoughts and your stories unfold somewhere other than just inside your brain. Um, and for me, that has been super, super important for me to establish kind of who I am and what stories I have to tell. And what really helps with that is as I'm writing and establishing these stories, that also helps me in turn communicate that to like potential employers or even like teachers and other mentors. And even when I'm, you know, just having like a face time with my friend, I know what I want to communicate to them. And the other thing that has really helped me establish my brand has been working on what parts of my stories to really highlight on my resume. And that comes from, we've hit on, you know, self-awareness and knowing yourself and your stories, but this also comes from who do you ask for help to look over your resume? Because if your two eyeballs are the only, only ones that have looked at your resume, like you need more eyes on that. And it's probably because, I don't know, some people might be a little bit nervous to show their resume to other people and definitely like safeguard it. And, you know, it should be in a, in a personal folder, but you need a couple more people to look at it, whether it's your career services mentor or someone like Lindsay, like she's really great with that. So I think having people look at what are you highlighting on your resume and also knowing yourself, what stories to highlight, like those are the big, big things in establishing your own brand. Absolutely. I think the two things that you pointed out are spot on with like you look at other people's content and you create content yourself and then you, you know, ask for feedback, whether it be on your resume or your writing and being a storyteller, like you said, whether it be for, you know, data and technology or just in your personal life talking about content or topics that interest you or that you're passionate about really solidifies your personal brand and helps you develop it. So I think, you know, it's great that you're doing that. Improve your personal brand. So that's great. So know that 
you know, developing a personal brand doesn't happen overnight. So it takes a lot of content to create to and interests that you have to develop to understand your personal brand and then be able to articulate it in on your LinkedIn or in an interview or on your resume. It does take time. So I think just all the, you know, the stories you shared and the tips that you've done personally to establish a personal brand is important. And I'm sure your personal brand is going to continue to develop. So excited. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. On behalf of College Word, thank you so much for joining us today. We are always looking for better ways to engage with our student community and foster greater understanding of career discovery. If you're ready to grow your mindset and take the next steps to find your passion, or simply need a dose of inspiration, join our community of ambitious college students. Join us next episode where we discuss where to start in your career discovery process. And by the way, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and check out our website at collegebird.co. That's collegebird.co.